everyone. My name is Bev and you're listening to Entrepreneurs Generations Apart on Radio Karam, a show with a focus on interviewing business owners from different generations and industries driven from a simple question. What drives people to build businesses and thrive in doing work that they love? Today on episode 8, we interview Jesse Sadler, who is founder of Christina Stevens, an all-inclusive fashion label based in Brisbane. Welcome, Jesse. How are you? Hi, Bev. Well, thanks. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on board. So, can you uh, tell us a little bit about your background and what inspired you to become an entrepreneur? My background is fairly varied um, when we're talking about profession. Uh, a large part of my career has been spent in the energy sector, both in federal government and large corporates. I have a tertiary background in international business and law and most recently an MBA through UQ. Um, and I guess that, that program, uh, the MBA program, coupled with my family's history uh, running their own businesses and working for themselves is probably, um, is probably what gives me or gave me the motivation to, to become an entrepreneur, if you like. How did you come up with the idea for Christina Stephens? It wasn't an idea, actually. It was an experience um, that kicked off the concept. So mum and I were doing a shop along James Street in Fortitude Valley um, five or six years ago now, and she tripped and, and fell on the pavement and smashed both of her elbows. Uh, and that meant that she was pretty immobile in her upper body and her arms for about six months um, my mum's a very health conscious, uh, fashion conscious, quite modern lady, um, and she would have been 69 at the time. Uh, and when we went online to look for uh, fashion solutions for her to dress more independently without my assistance and for her to dress with dignity and with some uh, sense of quality and style, uh, we were really underwhelmed with what we found. So. Uh, I began doing some sketches and talking to um, other women around her age with a range of short-term injuries and disabilities and um, the concept um, was really born from that. What were some of the struggles you faced when starting the business? I guess my two biggest struggles were that I, I didn't have a background um, other than a love for fashion. Um, I had come from a totally different industry and so my education was really starting from scratch not just in the sense of a niche industry within the fashion sector the adaptive space but um fashion and manufacturing more broadly so that was my biggest challenge i guess and then that was probably in my control out of my control was that when we launched the business in march 2020 um Australia was just starting to go into COVID lockdown. Um, and so you can imagine the difficulty starting up a startup um, in what we call the normal world. But um, in that particular environment, it was quite challenging. What would you say was quite challenging about um, launching a business um, during COVID lockdown? Our first one was marketing, so cut through. We had a new concept, uh, a new product, a new business. Um, our customer base was considered in the high risk category for COVID. And so um, getting in front of them was particularly hard, um, physically impossible. But even online, there was so much 
news and commentary and hype around COVID, trying to cut through that media was particularly challenging. The other is that during the early days of COVID, people thought, well, why do I need to spend money on clothes? And the fashion industry took an immediate hit. So so the, the, the ramifications on us um, and as a startup were pretty hard. Uh, and then I guess later, later on in COVID, like a year into it, supply chains started to bottle up, bottleneck, um, sorry, and um, accessing markets or, or fabric manufacturers off, offshore um, just took a, lo- a lot longer um, and there were increased costs associated with it. So to some extent, um, it wasn't all bad because that is how we learned to run a business from the get-go um, with those uh, limitations and challenges around us. So that's a good thing, but it was particularly hard going in as a startup in that environment. You uh, previously worked for Natural uh, Gas Infrastructure Group, APA, which is a massive contrast to faction. Um, what advice would you give to those considering a switch um, of industries? Uh, I think, well, careers or industries do it. If, if your passion or your heart isn't where um, it should be in your career, then it's probably time for a change. I think um, making that jump nowadays is... Uh, a lot more encouraged and, and has less barriers. When I did my MBA through UQ, that was kind of one of their mantras or one of their push points is that this this is going to set you up and give you the skills to be able to, um, to change careers or move careers if you're not comfortable or happy where you are. Um, and it, it, to an extent, did that for me. You know, talent and advice can always be brought in. Um, if you have, if you know that, your concept um, has a good foundation and you've, you've tested the concept, then the nuts and bolts around it um, don't necessarily have to be all your expertise. Um, and I think it's it's more about the concept and more about your passion than, than having every single skill set to be able to pull it off. What does a, a typical work day look for you? Well, fortunately at the moment, there's not a lot of typical in it. It changes quite um a lot. Uh, I try and make sure I get some exercise in somewhere during the day um, for energy. Um, I have two little ones that I poorly negotiate with to get out the door for school in the morning and then the workday starts. We, we now have studio space that our team works out of. And recently, um, I've taken on a business partner, Carol Taylor, who um, is now a co-owner in the business and she's taken on the lead function in design. So my my focus or my functions move towards the business marketing and growth side of the business uh, and, um, and that is quite recent. So a lot of my daily activities are now um, skewed towards that kind of um, area. And a lot of meetings, it's a new area, so networking is a big part of um, both of our um, work lives or work days uh, and and developing those networks so that there's um, a clear message, good allies and supporters and um, we're educating the market about what our product is about um, is a big part of our strategy at the moment. So you're most recently involved in Australian Fashion Week. How was that? Uh, it was highly stressful getting there. Um, we... We 
pulled off a small collection in a very small amount of time and it was a really, really special collection. We had incredible we had an incredible response on the runway we had about 450 to 500 people in the audience the runway received a standing ovation i think the time is now for diversity and inclusion to be um strongly focused on in the fashion sector uh, and i think that with our very colorful designs um that i think probably changed some people's perception of what adaptive fashion is uh, is is why the, the response was so positive. What, what do you like most about your own business? I like the creative and autonomous ability to make decisions. Seeing a concept work through um, and then implemented and seeing the results of that is really satisfying. But I, I also like that um, we are contributing to to by way of providing a product to um, the wider social good. So um, it's it's not a negative impact that our business is having. Uh, we're often asked if we're a social enterprise or a not-for-profit because of the area that we operate in, and um, we're certainly not that. We, we run a business to uh, you know, hopefully at the end of the day pay off our mortgages and um, all the other bits and pieces that, that people need to pay for in life, but... I think having a moral or a social good in terms of what you're contributing um, makes it uh, a lot more enjoyable. So what advice would you give to those considering creating their own business? To be very clear what, what your concept and your mission is, why you're doing it. To be very clear about your point of difference. You know, are you, Is it a, a step further in innovation or is it a brand new product? How are you doing things better? Um, needs to be a 30-second pitch that you can roll off your tongue. Look for ways where you can reduce your impact, um, either from a sustainability or um, social perspective, where, where you're not having harm um, or causing harm because of your business. And I think if you're changing, um, you know, if it's not your area of expertise like it wasn't mine, um, is to become very good at listening and to um, not being the, the voice in the room all the time because that's not always going to give you the best results. Are there um, any books that have helped you over the years as a business owner or even in life? Yeah, I, I love the Strategizer series that um, or the Lean Startup series. Uh, I think it's very um, methodical. It's easy to understand but... Um, also very easy to apply. Uh, so in terms of developing a business case or a business concept, I would highly recommend those books. From a more personal perspective, probably the, the love language books, set of books, just understanding what makes people tick, um, that we're all quite different and, and understanding how, how to motivate people um, because of their individual behaviours or preferences, uh, I think, is yeah it's a really good book just in life so who was an older person that you admire and why i was going to say my business partner carol taylor just to be cheeky but she's only minutely <laughs> older but i've got it out there now so hopefully <laughs> she is um no uh spring chicken she's a spring chicken my the older person i um really admire is my mum um she she 
has been a career woman. I was brought up where she was very, very determined to forge her own career. She um, had this very strong focus for me on pursuing a, a high education uh, so that I could make my own uh, financial life um, decisions um, without having to lean on other people. Uh, she has a wicked sense of humour, which I think is a must. And, yeah, I was going to say she's tough. We're, we're all a little bit tough, but um, she she seems to have a really nice balance and um, she's lots of fun to hang around. So, yeah, I'll say my mum. Oh, that's so lovely. Uh, <laughs> uh, so if our audience would like to get in touch with you, how can they find out more about yourself and Christina S- uh, Stevens? <laughs> Uh, Christina Stevens, yeah. So um, I nearly have to change my name or uh, we should have had a shorter name, but there we go. We're into it now. It is Christina Stevens. Um, .com.au is our website or hello at christinastevens.com.au for email and our social uh, handles are at shop Christina Stevens. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jesse, for being part of the show today. It's been wonderful talking to you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Entrepreneurs Generations Part. If you are an entrepreneur and would like to take part in future episodes, email Bev at celebrate living history at gmail.com or connection at radiocurrent.org.